What's up, fellow Clashers? This is Ryan with We Are Raiders, and I am here back with uh, various representatives from some DWA clans. And uh, right now we've got Groth from Ares Legion with us. What is going on, man? How are you doing? Not too bad. Thanks for having me again. Absolutely. Thanks for being with us. Uh, we've got Corey representing Ninja Muffins. Hello, all. And then we've got NPS also representing Ninja Muffins. What's up? Hey, man, how are you? Doing all right, doing all right. And then we have Tech uh, returning with us again from uh, Immoral Thieves. What's going on, man? Not much, man. Of course, you know, here to keep it 100. <laughs> of course. All right. Well, uh, what we're going to be talking about for this podcast is basically the state of the war community. And uh, that, of course... Um, it kind of encompasses modding as well. So we're going to be discussing that. Uh, we're not going to try to beat a dead horse here. We're going to try to bring something a little bit new to the conversation about modding. Um, and uh, we're going to go ahead and kick it off with Groth's thoughts. Um, first off, you know, how do you feel about modding? Like, what is your personal disposition? Um, for me personally, I the reason why I play Clash is because of its competition. And it has to be difficult for me in order to enjoy it. So to do something, um, I just find the way that I play right now is is a healthy amount of difficulty. And I wouldn't want to do anything that would make it easier. Okay. And like, how do you how do you feel about modding clans? Like, do you hate them? Do you wish they would just cease to exist? I mean, uh, I'll be honest. In the beginning, I was very much um, advocate say a fair play and um, dirty cheaters and all that stuff but um now as long as they stay away from us fair play i've got no problems just keep out of our sandbox let us you know play the game how we want and you guys can play the game how you want and as long as there's no like crap going on in between i don't see what the issue is sure yeah corey uh, what are your thoughts on the issue man um i mean modders are going to be modders um one of the one of the, I don't I don't think the game would have would have progressed as far as it has if it wasn't for them. Hmm. Um, there's some now. Ho uh, hold up. Uh, when you say that, do you mean like in terms of uh, attacking strategies and and how they've developed? Correct. Okay. Um, because I'm, we have, well during during prep day we have 24 hours to come up with an attack. Um, but once the attack happens, they also can spend however many hours cracking it down so I, I think that without without them we wouldn't have the the gola loons and all this other all this other like high level high level stuff to even put a dent in like the town hall tens and even even the uh, i probably won't say the town hall nine game but it probably it, it's 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 rolled down from the town hall tens to the town hall nines and all the way down until you know, kind of like all this other crap. Hmm. But um, the other the other thing, um, people people say you, you want to stop it, but I mean, you got to think about it. It's like a it's a it's a hack into a game. So um, as long as as long as someone produces software, there's going to be somebody out there who who is going to be working effortlessly to crack it. Mm -hmm. So um. I've, I've thought about it listening to other podcasts and listening to people say that the supercell or whatever needs to need to stop the need to stop the modders. I don't I don't think there's any 
I don't think there's a realistic way to actually stop it 100%. Now you can you can you can ban everybody's accounts, but they'll just make new ones, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think that's that's kind of difficult, especially if we're talking about like max level town hall tents. If if you get your account banned, I mean, it's going to cost you a lot of money to buy a new one, and you're definitely not going to grind out for another two years for that. Um, so so basically, what you're saying though is it's it's really kind of impossible to stop modding. You know, as long as the will exists to mod, modding will still exist. Um, and you're trying to see the yes. silver lining in it. Is that is that right? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not like uh, I'm not for it because like like Roth said, the game is challenging. I mean, I can damn near I can barely triple a town hall eight, let alone anything else. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> He's a town hall eight, mind you. Oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah. all right, all right. Uh, I, I still, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the, I'm the new person in the. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm a max town hall eight now, but. Um, Watch out. Um, <laughs> I still, <laughs> I mean, I've tripled the town hall ten once, but that's no big deal. That's, I don't want to talk about that. Um, <laughs> Inside joke. Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, it was. It was. Yeah, I mean that's that that is one of the arguments that modders themselves will, will kind of throw at you when when you come down on the modding clans, you know, they're like, well, that goho that you just used was developed by somebody who was modding. And I have to reject that argument to at least to some degree. I agree that without modding, we probably wouldn't have crazy things like archer queen walks and uh you know, like it's, uh, some of the crazier Town Hall 10 attacks, like where, where people will take out an Inferno Tower now, the Queen, and an Air Defense, and the CC with, with some lightning spells, you know, just, just doing some crazy stuff. But I think that without mods, we would have discovered something like Goho, something like Laloon, at, at the very least. Am, am I, am it I right? It would have taken a lot longer. It, it would have taken longer, yeah. It would have taken longer. That's what I was saying. Like we, I don't think I, would, I don't think it would it, it would be as far as long as it is now, if, right? If it if it were, weren't for them, right? We we'd still probably be using dragons and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I don't not. Know about that. Hopefully I don't not. Not at Town Hall Nine anyway. <laughs> Maybe at Town Hall Eight, but I haven't been in Town Hall Eight since I can remember. So. <laughs> Oh man! All right, uh, let's uh, let's shoot it to NPS. What are your thoughts, man? Yeah, and you know, I, I would I'd probably mirror what what a lot of these guys are saying. You know, um, you know, I don't. There's for me personally, there's no there's no witch hunt for modders for me. Um, you know, I think I think at this moment in time, the way the game is, you know, we have to learn to coexist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not for it by any means whatsoever. Um, but, you know, it, it is something that we have to deal with. And, and I think that uh, that what Core was talking about with uh, with the attacks and, and yeah, I mean, it, it would have taken us a lot longer to come up with Goho's and and all that good stuff. But, you know, there was, a you know, Hulk came around and he figured out how to how to holo and, and taught everybody else through his channel and and all that stuff. So, you know, I think we all would have figured it out. It just would have taken, you know a lot longer i mean somebody invented you know electricity on accident you know and and look how that revolutionized the world but um you know we'll just have to figure it out the slow way um Mm -hmm. but uh but i you know and to kind of go along with core was saying it's going to take something major it's going to take a lot of for supercell to be able to 
do away with it completely. Uh, the way the, the, the game is based right now, you know, it just takes just a minuscule for the mod to get a hold of your, your information and, and, you know, and they, and they know where, the, where everything's at in the base. So um, it's going to take a, a huge change, I think, for Supercell to eradicate it completely. But, you know, for now, for now, we've got to coexist and, and try not to make it such a witch hunt so we can try to coexist within this game and still make it fun for everybody. Because mm-hmm. I think once all the drama, that's when we're like, you know, I'm done. <laughs> you know, if I'm not having fun, then what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. And just to add on to that, um, I I really have been uh, pleased with the really... Um, you know, kind of clear distinction now between the fair play community and the modding community. If that wasn't there, I probably would have quit the game, you know, back just, you know, a few months ago. Um, I think that that has really done a lot in terms of, uh, you know, both encouraging fair play as well as allowing you to compete in the way that you want to compete. Because at this point, you know, modding clans are open about modding. Fair play clans are, are open about fair play. And right. modding clans usually don't even want to set up wars with fair play clans. If, if anything, you know, if, if there is a quote-unquote setup match between a fair play clan and a modding clan, it's, it's been a hunt. You know, it's not, <laughs> it, okay, it's not yeah. been an arranged matchup. Um, right. And I think that without guys like Jake from One Hive, without guys like Powerbang, where they're not only you know, promoting the fair play community, but they're also, they're, they're making it appealing to like the masses because nobody, nobody on the, uh, the modding side, uh, so to say, no, nobody has a YouTube channel that, that really represents the modding community in, in a positive and an appealing way. So really for me, it's all about marketing. If the fair play community does a better job at being attractive to the vast majority of people who might be interested in the war community, I think you're going to see more people erring towards, you know, the fair play mentality. Um, and, yeah. And I think, I think numbers are on our side as, as in fair yeah. play because, you know, the modders are the one percenters. They're the true one percenters. They're the guys that have 12 hours to sit and crack a base and script it. Uh, 90%, 98% of the, of the, the war clans out there just aren't that a dedicated, but they aren't quite that involved in the game. So, you know, I think we have numbers on our side. So if we can really kind of collect those numbers, then we can out, you know, we can outnumber them by quite a bit i think so right uh last but not least uh tech what's up man uh not much all right so i'm gonna hop straight into it listen <laughs> let's just go ahead ask super, ask supercell to make uh coc2 and just let the modern community burn coc1 to the fucking ground right i mean that's <laughs> the way i feel about it but <laughs> but but nah in all seriousness uh, I look at modding in two ways. I look at pre-update modding and post-update modding. Pre-update modding, I understood it because you know you had basically all your Taha nods would get tripled, and then your Taha tens would get two starred, and then you had to hope and pray that somebody could come three star method. But if you didn't, every you know your war would end in a tie. And I can imagine after so many ties in a row, that shit would get exhausting, especially when Clan XP came out because then I mean you really didn't get the XP that you thought that you should. Mm-hmm. So I, I I understood it in order in, in that in that light. But then once they came out with the tiebreaker update to keep modding, you know, it didn't really make a lot of sense to me 
because now you can't there is a chance even with you two star you know there is a chance to you know to win even if you do you know in in, you know, in tie with stars so i mean but you know i'm convinced that you know i've already you know i've come to, i've accepted that modding isn't going away mm-hmm. you know modding is not something that is going to it might dissipate a little bit but it's not gonna it's not gonna go away um i don't know what type of james bond you know austin Powers shit the modding companies have going on with supercell they might be <laughs> they obviously giving us some, some type of cut pan them off um oh it's there i guarantee wait 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 yeah. does it does it cost money to download like imod or xmod no it doesn't it depends i mean depending on which one you get it doesn't well how do they make their money I mean, then it, I, but by the way guys it, 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 i know nothing about modding because i've obviously never looked into it so i would assume that they get their revenue just like most internet-based companies and that's probably ads or some type of you know, some something like that. I mean, I don't know, but okay. Like, you you can't. You're not gonna sit here and tell me. I mean, because all right, let's just take a look at all the games that have come out, all the popular internet-based games. That, the one thing that 99.9 percent of these companies don't stand for is usually cheating. They usually take a uh, a stand on che- a stand against cheating, and on top of that, they publicly, you know, state, "Hey, we are against cheating." Supercell. Not only have they done nothing, they've said nothing. Yeah. So to to that extent, the, you've done nothing, you've said nothing. So in my eyes, you the cut of whatever transactions going on here. They slip you some money to turn your head the other way, and you just like, cool. You know what? I'm gonna take this bread and I'm gonna ignore what's going on. That's the way <laughs> I see it. Sure. I want to chime in on that quickly because. I've been playing competitive gaming for about 16 years and I've experienced the same thing. Whenever a hack or a cheat was out there, companies would let everyone know. They would tell them what they're doing. You know, they're working on it. They're having problems, whatever. They, they didn't keep their player base in the dark. And this was the, this is the first time I've ever run into a gaming company that just won't talk about it. Hmm. And I've never experienced that before. And I think that's part of where my confusion comes from and, and, and why I was angry earlier on. I'm past the anger now, but, you know, it pissed me off. And why won't you talk about it? Why won't you let us talk about it on the forums? Why won't you address anything? And that, to me, is still quite confusing. And, mm. and, I, and I did listen to a podcast, and I, and, I, and I apologize because I can't remember which one it was, but um, they talked to, you know, a guy who's in, in the rooms with the developers, and they know about it. They talk about it within themselves but they refuse i guess to converse about it publicly which makes zero sense well yeah they said they were aware and and gem fraud is another big issue they're having so right you know and apparently they're talking to google and apple but that's very vague Hmm. i mean the only reason that they could i mean if you're going to talk to google and apple and you're going to somehow you know quote unquote merge so you can have some some sister or brother help from them on how to you know as far as funding servers that type of thing so you can and and you know have some people so you can fight this type of thing then cool by all means but i mean talking to them talking is not going to do much for us i mean you could talk you can go play poker you play golf you can swim together yeah, exactly. you can play Marco Polo. it doesn't really it doesn't really matter if nothing is done and for you know, as a community, especially the war community, because we're so you know into the game, we put so much effort and time into the game. They need to say something to us. They can't just continue to to leave us in the dark, you know, day in and day out, while they you know go and and play footsies and do all this other nonsense they want to do 
while while we sit here and pour blood, sweat, and tears on the on the beaches and battlefields of COC. You feel me? Like do something. I think I th- I, I think part of it is this. Um, I'm I, I'm sure that they have large teams of analysts who uh, who are able to tell them what will make them more money and what will cost them more money than it's worth. And I honestly think that the percentage of players who would quit over something like modding is so insignificant that it's just, it's literally not worth Supercell's time to fix it. It, it, would, it would cost them more money than it would make them. Does, does that make sense? No, I, yeah, I, I, I think a high percentage of people doesn't even know what modding is. Exactly. Your, your average player just doesn't care at all. Um, but I mean, but I mean, your average players out here, you know, doing go wipe with daddy. I mean, come on, man. I, like, you can't really be serious with me right now. And you know, it's like, against their terms of service, too. That, that they're supposed to enforce that. There's also that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, we and depending on how deep we want to go with conspiracy theories, I think tech was probably right on whenever he tar- started talking about footsies and all this stuff with, uh, with, them <laughs> with them mingling with each other. I mean, there's almost got to be some sort of uh, back room in the in the back of the strip club somewhere uh, where they meet and they talk and, and they uh, exchange funds. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I don't know how far we want to go down that rabbit hole, but it, it just almost seems like there's something like that. I can understand that point, but I, I disagree personally. I don't think they're doing anything underhanded. I think we're just all so tired of being let down by them. It, it seems like the next logical thing, but I don't I think mean, they are. To huh. me, it's, if they're not, if they're really not, which I, I still think they are, but if they're not you know, exchanging some type of behind the scenes money, then the only explanation to me would be that Supercell as a company is whoever's making the decisions is not very smart because you can't, I mean, you have to say, you say something like you, I mean, there's no way I've never run into a company. And like you said, you've been, you know, competitive gaming for 16 years. You know, I've been competitive gaming for a very long time as well, all the way back to, you know, SOCOM 2 on PS2 days. And I've never I've never run into a company who just blatantly ignored and did not say anything about, you know, something that was, you know, negative happening within the game. I've never run into that. I I will say this. I, I will say this. I don't think that in their wildest dreams, Supercell ever imagined that they would have a hardcore following like they do in the war community. I don't think they ever planned for that. They were they were out to make a casual, you know, game, freemium game. Uh yep. and they were out to make a lot of money with it. You know, you compare a game like Clash of Clans with a game like, you know, COD, a highly competitive game like that, and there really is no comparison. It's amazing to me that Clash of Clans even makes it in the top 50 uh games being streamed on Twitch. I mean, it's really a phenomenon. So I don't, you know, going back to what Tech said, I think they are smart in in the sense that they know what makes them money, and they know what would cost them more money than it's worth to do, and that is to fix modding. You know, it's going to take them countless hours of very expensive man time to write some code that within a month is going to get cracked by some, you know, company that produces mods. I mean, you you can you can look at it you can look at it like a car company. They're they're not going to do a recall. Unless it makes sense financially, right? And that's just the way it's gonna be. Yeah. 
Yeah. Until, um, it gets, until it gets cracked by some 37-year-old guy who's living in his mom's basement. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to give my own thoughts. I had actually planned on making a video about modding, but I'm going to go ahead and just give my spiel here, if you guys don't mind. Go ahead. Go for it. And you guys can obviously chime in. But uh, I, you know, obviously I'm against modding. I think that the game would be uh, much better off without it. And much like Groth, I used to be like, you know, super anti-mod. I'd, I'd make negative comments on YouTube pages about modders and that kind of thing. And uh, I'm not going to say that I stopped caring, but I think that with the kind of the distinction between the fair play community and the modding community, um, it made me not care as much. And uh, the, the way that I look at it now is that you've just got, at this point, two different games going on. Um, you know, look at, look at a, a sport like basketball, okay? Um, the rules of the game define what the game is. If, if, if you took a game like basketball and you changed the rules so that instead of throwing the ball into the hoop, you had to take the ball and run it into an end zone, it wouldn't really be basketball anymore by definition, right? So, right. you know, sports, you know, or any game is defined by the rules of the game. That's what gives it its, its form, right? So take a game like Clash of Clans. Um, I think that one of the essential qualities of the game is the, the fact that you don't get to practice your attacks, and what that means is that the skill component of the game comes from your ability to make predictions based on what you know of the game's mechanics and plan around all of those contingencies that you, that you see as possibilities on a particular base, right? Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's one of the central rules of the game. You don't practice your attacks. So the skill component has to come from your ability to extrapolate. I think that modding changes that very essential quality um, because then it's not really about your ability to predict. Uh, it's more just about trial and error. And if that's, if, if that's what's more enjoyable to you, then that's great. I mean, there are plenty of video games out there that, you know, where the, the quote-unquote skill component is really just trial and error. I get that. Um, so, you know, when, when I see modding clans hunt fair play clans and then say that they beat quote-unquote beat the fair play clan i really think that that's kind of as as meaningless as saying that a baseball team came in and beat a basketball team in a game of basketball you know it's right. it's it's just two different games so it doesn't mean anything to me uh you know if a modding clan decided to hunt we are raiders and and put a red bar in our warlog i just wouldn't care who cares? It, it, you know, it's it's like it's as silly as basketball. You know, baseball players coming in and hitting a bunch of basketballs around with baseball bats and saying that they won. It just doesn't make any sense. It's two yeah. two people playing two very different games. And I think the key to that is is for us to understand what modding is, and for the modders to say, okay, here it is. We're doing it. Uh, we're going to play our own game, just like somebody said just a little bit ago. Uh, you know, it is what it is. And, and it, as long as they admit to it and, and, you know, I mean, there's no, I mean, I think pretty much now modders aren't hunting free uh, fair play clans unless uh, there's some drama or some backstory there just to be whatever. Um, but, you know, it's just, it's not making sense. So once the modders are saying, okay, we're modding clans, uh, you stay on this side of the playground, we'll stay on our side of the playground. Um, I think that's where the coexisting comes from. And I think that, uh, as long as we can all play nice with each other and, and at least accept that we exist and know that we exist, mm -hmm. um, you know, we can, we can do that. But I, you know, 
but I mean, we could get into closet monitors if you wanted to, but, um, you know, it's still going to be there. Um, you know, I, we just have to, as long as we can be honest with ourselves and say, okay, I'm modding or I'm not modding. This is the side of the field that I need to go on. Right. And I, I think that's where, I think that's where super sales mod is at right now. Uh, basically what you, what you two just said, I think that's, they're like, you know, modding is such a, like a, a minute portion of the community we're talking about less than one percent you know mods and then the war community itself it's particularly those of us who are competing on a high level you know we're also a small portion so they might just feel like you know it might be easier to just you know let them separate the playground and versus us trying to come in and build a completely new playground you you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. i mean that could be where super sales mind is at i would just I mean, hard as it might be for us to stomach if they actually came out and said that, I would prefer that they came out and said it so at least I know, you know, what's going on. I hate being, as I'm sure anybody does, you know, I hate being in the dark with, with, with something, especially something that, you know, we all put so much time into. I mean, at least at least communicate with us about, you know, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's taken me a year to max out my town hall nine at least give me the courtesy to explain to me what's going on with the game i mean a year of somebody's time in a game just usually is unheard of yeah you know a lot of us have put a lot of times into our bases and i think that's mostly where the the feelings get is that we put so much time and energy into uh into our bases and our in our game and and practicing and all this other stuff scrims and all this and then you know we hear nothing I mean, I, I would rather Supercell come out and just say, hey, guys, we're actually not going to do anything about modding. So deal with it yourselves, you know, talk amongst yourselves, basically. I would rather them say that than not say anything at all. And I think well, that if they say that is probably going to be, I don't know, the death of the game, but it's going to be not a good day for the, the class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do just want to mention that it has been it has been good in the community. Like people are staying on their own side of the fence and everyone's enjoying their own wars. You know, for us, the fair play community is doing lots of fair play range matches mm-hmm. and, and the modders are doing theirs and there's still drama, but it's not as much as it was months ago. I think everyone's getting tired of all the hate and, yeah. and we're just getting to the point where, like you said, it's not that people don't care anymore, but we have, there has to come a level of acceptance with the state of the game and, the way a majority of people are playing it, whether it be 1% or 10% or who, who knows, right? And it has been good. It has been better. That's for damn, damn sure. Yeah, and I do want to end this on a positive note. I personally think that the war community right now is is really in, in a very good place. I think it's very healthy. Um, I almost kind of wonder if the, if the uh, modding community kind of almost resulted in the fair play community being as as much of a community as it is oh yeah to to level the playing field and really to be able to identify as fair play and find others who are like-minded for sure man yeah i mean i mean you you probably wouldn't have the dwa without um you know well i i i couldn't i couldn't speak for groth but like you you obviously wouldn't have uh, you know the the FPC without modders. If if there was no modding community, then there would be nothing to respond to. Um, so you wouldn't well, really have. Yeah. Let... Yeah. Go ahead. Let me let me just say. You know, six months ago, um, before I made the DWA or came up with the idea or anything, I made 
my first forum post basically and it was when uh, clans started to come public about modding and I realized what was going to happen and I kind of seen you know that this community is going to people are start coming out and there's going to become more of them and it's going to get more accepted so I made this post about how we need to start using fair play terms and promoting you know fair play arranged matches and start to create associations and alliances and, and things that would bond us together um, or kind of kind of fall behind and uh, that was actually the spark that kind of ignited me to create DWA so you're, you're right if it wasn't for them in essence maybe some parts of the community wouldn't exist yeah um well, we are we are nearing the thirty minute mark. So, uh, if anybody has any any considerations that uh, that they want to leave the uh, the audience with, go ahead and just share them now. Otherwise, we're just going to wrap it up. Hey, DWA, just make sure y'all out there keeping it one hundred, man. That's all I ask, man. Just just throw up the one zero zero every time you throw up that three star. <laughs> we good. All right. Anybody else? Yeah, let's just let people do their own thing and have our fun the way we want to. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we, we plan on putting out about one podcast a week. So, and, and we are now on iTunes, so you can search for this podcast on mm -hmm. iTunes. Um, yeah, so uh, this, is, this is Ryan with We Are Raiders, and we are signing off.